Welcome to Upholding Matters, a podcast devoted to talking about what matters. Now, I was raised to believe that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness were things that mattered. And certainly they are the unalienable rights that Jefferson wrote about in the Declaration of Independence. We will talk about how to uphold them, how they hold us up, and why that matters. Welcome to Upholding Matters. I'm your host, David Paul. This is number 63. Next week will be the great one. I'm 64. Oh, I love it all. But it's been 40 days since I don't know when. It was a lot of 40 days, and I had my 40-year anniversary I talked about last time with my one injury that changed my life and got to put out a message of caution. Be careful what you break. Some things you just can't fix. Okay, that gets us to, well, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And, of course, it has many varieties. Our military suffers from it. There's resiliency factors. There's if you got to debrief and even law enforcement personnel who shoot somebody. That's traumatic. And I do feel sorry for who got shot. But they have to live with that. And sometimes that repressed guilt comes out later. And so anytime there's any kind of violent confrontation, and I would like to see all people who are in violent altercations get this. So it does help you process. But because of the military is so prone to post-traumatic stress, and this is not even funny, it's a side note, but I read a statistic recently about priests and the clergy in the early days. And, you know, if you kill yourself, you'd get to heaven quicker. So they had to work it out through the centuries and get a prohibition on killing yourself, making it, you know, a sin or something. So that cut down on that. Otherwise, there was quite a flurry of it in the priesthood with the realization that you go to God. So there's realizations everywhere to be had, and we go on. But of course, life does go on. And this week I got to attend a seminar at the hospital, one of those great talks they have. And it was about PTSD and I learned a couple things. My friend Dennis Anderson was there and I saw something on Facebook. This guy is everywhere. You know, he has done so much good and met so many people and hats off to you, Dennis Anderson. So, but one thing he revealed, it was on the panel and he, there's an app from the Veterans Administration to help um, process some of the pain and some of the things that people suffer from because... My God, who knows? It can come upon you. And a lot of times it never leaves. It's it's nice that there's an app for that. So here we have the other little piece of color for the week. The homeless consortium. And it's not that anymore. It's not a coalition. Let me let me fish it out. Well, collaboration. I'm not sure what this group is. 
But there's other groups, and then there's other groups. And the more I dig into this, the more I learn about this megalith that's the uh, county government with uh, multiple layers of departments of health. I mentioned on this show a woman I met at a seminar who was part of the recombining of these various departments of mental health into just one main department. And so it goes on, the quest to help homeless, but more things came out because I'm on this subcommittee that deals with, it used to be diversion, now it's problem solving. And I like problem solving. You have to know what the problem is. So here we go, trying to figure all that out. And I'm hearing things from the people on my subcommittee that, you know, they book in people, they get them services, and people are smartened up now because of all this Measure H money that is out there and how to get it, milk the system. And they're getting milked and there's nothing they can really do. And it's not outright, but it's creates contention with the people waiting now for service and also with the staff who has to tolerate these weaknesses within the system that causes all the recrimination. So, and then the public's plain fed up, the city's plain fed up. More and more people are coming. And I understand the city went, you know, went to the state of the city meeting, talked about that. And they want to do something because we're really getting overwhelmed. It's a national problem. Our city's trying to project a aerospace and defense contractor and, you know, Edwards Air Force Base and all the things that go along with that. And it's um, hard to put, you know, we have one half less homeless problem in Lancaster in your brochure you're trying to attract people to schools and services and come here to take these great jobs that pump so much money into our local economy. The tax revenue, you know, that's what the city lives on. Among other things, government grants, other. But we pay like $27 million a year to the sheriff's department for police services. So that's why that relationship is kind of funny. And then I found out from the officer, the Sergeant Teresa Dawson, who's on one of the homeless commissions and does a lot of other work on this one. And she's on the panel up there, the city one. They have, the county does their own team with their own deputies. They're not connected to the local Lancaster deputies other than in somebody has to call them and they have to respond, and they don't report to them. So if we're going to work on problem solving, we're going to have to figure out why there's such a hesitancy to put people in tents somewhere and start there and put a roof over their head. It's called housing first, and all these other problems are there, and we're not going to solve many or any of them. Certainly none if they don't have a roof over their head. What's so hard about that? So being that I'm trying to shorten the show down and get it to 15 minutes, I'm halfway through my time, and tomorrow 
which will be after the next song. I'll talk a little bit about what Trump has done. There's some stuff you don't. I, I, I'm out of words. How can you talk about what perplexes you with the same cunning every time? There's no way to explain it. There's no way to expect it. There's no way to feel like, oh, yeah, I saw that coming. I mean, even if you sketch it out and really know the exact next words, it's hard to believe that it happens. So we'll get into that a little more tomorrow after this song. Welcome back to Upholding Matters. Yes, it was a day, not much sleep, and I have to just, you know, what good does it really do, right? David Paul's harping on you to get more sleep. He should practice what he preaches, and that is so true. I don't get enough sleep, and my cycle's messed up, so I was fortunate enough to get to go to an early meeting today of the, um, well, it's for the coordinated entry system. I've talked about this before. It's a device used by the county to assess the needs of a person who's homeless. And it's important to have accurate data and to fill out these things. And it was illuminating. It's a process. And I guess they have to track things. And um, people have to administer the survey, ask the questions, and then it's got to get routed. So there's a lot of effort. And it was kind of neat. I won the prize for sitting in the front, I guess, you know, not chicken or fearful or whatever you call that, brave. Uh, what do they call it? An outgoing um, you know, I'm not shy. I like to be close enough to hear and see and uh, have an aisle seat. So, but just for that, I won a prize, and there's a little gift box, and in it is the uh, little book of mindfulness, too. And I open it here. I just want to read this. Mindfulness, a soothing concoction of attention, awareness, curiosity and openness blended with love and a lightness of spirit and served with a smile. That's pretty neat. I guess that's what. Uh, should I read Tolstoy? Sure. Remember that there is only one important time and it is now. The present moment is the only time over which we have dominion. That's why I like this medium so much. Radio podcasting. I'm saying things and now, and you're going to listen to them now. They're not the same now, but we understand the cohesiveness and the connection. You know, you could listen to something from 10 years ago. This weekend, we're going to listen to stuff from 50 years ago. We landed on the moon and I love that. I mean, what an achievement, a human achievement. 
And, you know, I feel sad for people that want to believe it was a hoax, that a hoax of that complexity could be carried out and maintained for 50 years. So that's, that's, you know, sorry, guys, we went to the moon. 50 years ago, I sat in front of a TV and watched it. Yeah. And the uh, earth is round, by the way. So, speaking of things that are out of kilter, I promised I'd talk a little Trump. And one of the most crazy things, you know, they want to tear down government and institutions, and some of that I might agree with. There's a bunch of dead weight to be cut out, but not in the middle of this grifting, this horrible grifting. And I guess that's enough I need to say, because you either understand that or you don't. But now here's a bunch of people in an agency, scientists. They live in Washington, you know, area. They come to work. They protect our food. And I'm not sure, you know, that every dollar is spent perfectly there. But their purpose is to protect us. And all these civil servants were ordered to move to Kansas in 30 days or lose their jobs. Some of them are sick, going under, you know, chemotherapy and have MS and are getting treatment. And they have to pack up, move. And this is the funny part. There's no office for them there. There's no big building. There's no, there's no provision for their arrival. There's nothing. But I guess that's what's getting cut, and that's how you do it. And uh, it's that's a sad one. And then there's witnesses being blocked, like Hope Hicks, and they're maneuvering to get her to explain the inconsistencies in her previous testimony. The Cohen stuff is out unsealed. Tapes of Donald Trump planning how to pay the hush money to Stormy Daniels. And when Mueller comes next week, I, I just, I don't expect anything but top-notch professionalism, but it must hurt him to see justice made a mockery of. And all I can say to that is, it, it's for now, if they and he understands you can't, because of this, you know, what is it, Office of Legal Affairs, something like that in the Justice Department, claim that you can't indict a sitting president because it's too much of a tax on his time. It's, it's all weak and shallow, and it's painful, and it just must hurt Mueller. So we'll see. Hey. We have a moon landing to celebrate. If that doesn't give you faith in America, I don't know what will. We are out of this world and over the moon and on it. Rock on, America. America.